0: Testing, testing. One, two, three. Check,
1: check, check. Is this, is this the right mic? Hello? Hello? Hello, Mike? Hi, right, is anybody here? Ah, uh, man. Hello? Is anyone joining us? Huh? Is this microphone too loud? No, no. It's a redlining. Mm, Question. Talk? Yeah. Can you hear me? You Come seem like you're coming AM. in and out a little bit. Are you coming or going? Now no, you're follow? good. When you
0: were tilting your head back and forth, it almost seemed like you weren't talking into the mic, but
1: Talking to the mic, bro. Talking to the mic. The the girls of the 90s really got into it. Chola. And now they want great big bushy ones. You think I should get it done? Is it a dude thing? I think you gotta do something. Yeah? Because they're going away? What are you gonna do?
0: What do you mean? Uh, You gotta do something. You gotta do Botox. You gotta do something. I'm talking
1: about eyebrows here.
0: Let me see them. Your camera always dilates. Yeah, you you could do it. Should I do it? More prominent.
1: They should be more prominent? Yeah, why not? I'll I'll start looking like Eugene fucking Levy. That's why not. (laughs) <laughs> start looking like a muppet
0: So in the uh in the world of unfun things, my sister almost died this week.
1: What? Why?
0: Cancer flared up. They found a tumor uh. in her spine. What? Emergency surgery today. Remove the tumor and fuse three of her vertebrae together. Dude. So she'll be in the hospital for about a week and then from there she's going to have to do like extensive physical therapy. That poor woman cannot catch a break.
1: That's fucking horrible. It's
0: about ten fifteen in the morning, and. My first client canceled, so I was like, oh, cool. I don't have to go until 11. I'll do some emails and shit, you know. And my mom texts me, and she just goes, are you at work? And I was like, oh, that doesn't sound good. I'm like, nah, what's up? She was like, listen, your sister got a bad skin. There's a tumor in her back. It's fused to her spine. They're going to have to operate on it pretty quickly. Because I think I told you, but she's been going to Dana-Farber and getting this, like, experimental treatment that's supposed to stop the cancer. Yeah. And, like, whatever tumors are there, it would kind of shrink them. But they're not supposed to spread to other areas. Well, guess what? It's in her back now, so. Jesus. I guess she went in for another checkup, and then, like, as she was leaving, the pain kicked up to the point where it was intolerable. And then she came back. They admitted her. They wouldn't even let, like, my brother-in-law stay. Oh. Yeah. So she got, like, emergency surgery today. Is she home? No, she's going to be in the hospital for a week.
1: Oh.
0: So I went, so uh, when I got home last night, I said, I looked at Aaron, and I said, guess what? We're going to the bar. We went and drank beers and then. Uh, when you said,
1: I want to drink beers on the show tonight, I thought you were talking about a party. So I ran out and I got this big boy Clamato the size of my head.
0: Well, it can be a party now. I mean, she's alive. She's alive. She survived. I mean, it's, it's rough. Jesus. Not that I want to leave this on the show.
1: Question Since I'm drinking the uh, original, is that right? Chelada?
0: Yeah, me chalata. People call them Cheladas for short.
1: Sure. But like Clamato, let me ask you this. Which one's supposed to be hotter, the picante or the fuego?
0: Wow. <laughs> Kids going for diarrhea tonight, huh?
1: Some <laughs> hot. It's not really clear on the Ooh, on the bottle. You
0: should get some barbecue to go with that, so you can just really have a upset stomach.
1: I mean, this is the original boy here.
0: You should pour them both out at the same time, take sips and see which one's hotter.
1: Have you ever had one of these?
0: I've had uh, a lot of micheladas. I've never had the Bud Light one. What? Is it good?
1: It's carbonated, so it's pretty disgusting.
0: It looks like a Bloody Mary.
1: I mean, it's basically a Bloody Mary, but with Budweiser, right? Instead of vodka. A
0: Budweiser. <laughs> Are you just laughing at that to make me feel better? I didn't think it was that funny. No,
1: you just broke through the Bud Light marketing catastrophe with these. They've been calling them cheladas, but they would sell a hundred times more of these if they called them blood wisers. Yeah. Dude, like a hundred times more because people would be like, go go get us some of them blood wisers. We'll get fucked.
0: What's the alcohol percentage on that? It's probably something weak.
1: 4%. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's <that's> trash. <laughs>
1: it's like all blood wisers. Yeah. 4.2%. Budweiser's funny because they, you know, they got a 4% beer and they got sued last year. Or it wasn't last year. A couple years ago, they got sued because somebody laboratory tested their beer and it didn't even hit 4%. Mm. (laughs)
0: I'm drinking a beer called a full Clip.
1: Oh, that guy's going to give you a nap.
0: Stoneface, six and a half. Good beers start at six. Life starts at 60. Good beers start at 6%. (laughs)
1: I I set my 40th vacation in motion this week.
0: What's the plan?
1: Pretty much picking up the vacation we had planned last year that we canceled because of COVID. We're going to fly into LA, Los Angeles. Wow. We're going to go down to San Diego, and we're going to drive up that coast to San Francisco over the course of a week and then fly home from San Francisco.
0: Fantastic.
1: Kelly's never been to California, so we were going to do that last year, and then COVID... Stopped us from doing it, so...
0: Well, good for you.
1: I couldn't decide on anything, and I was like, if I don't book plane tickets soon, travel's gonna kick up and all these discounts will be gone.
0: How bad were the plane tickets? How bad? Because people have been telling me that plane tickets seem like they're getting jacked up right now.
1: Starting to go up, but we're traveling there and back for like... And this is California, so it's a pretty long flight. Uh, Mm -hmm. Less than a thousand bucks for both of us.
0: You're flying home from San Francisco?
1: Yeah. So we're renting a car in LA. We're going to drive all over the state and then we're going to leave San Francisco.
0: San Francisco has turned into such a shithole, you might want to fly into San Francisco and leave from LA. Nah,
1: I'm sure it's fine.
0: Well, I mean, you get out of downtown San Francisco and it's nice, but it's just piss Francisco.
1: Piss Francisco.
0: Hey, it's San Francisco. Just shit wherever is good for you. It's fine. Yeah, the (laughs) sidewalk's fine. You should take a piss too. I
1: have a handful of friends around the state and the question is do i visit them or do i not visit them because covid
0: no i don't don't visit them
1: no visiting well
0: what's your plans for when you're out there
1: hang out outside in nice weather looking at like beautiful shit and getting fucked up by the pool beautiful
0: babes and bikinis oh the
1: beautifulest
0: where are your friends are they anywhere good um because like if your friends in fresno no offense but fuck them
1: (laughs) Uh I've got friends in LA, San Francisco, Napa.
0: Ooh, you gotta do wine country? Uh
1: probably, probably get some wine.
0: You know the funny thing is though is seven days is not really a whole lot of time. Does that include the travel days or are you going for nine days total?
1: We're going to be there from Saturday to Saturday.
0: So you really have Sunday to Friday.
1: Well, keep in mind to drive from like San Diego to San Francisco is only eight hours.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: It's not like trying to tackle the whole East Coast or anything. Yeah. It's more like if you went up to New England and you were like, we're going to see some stuff.
0: Should definitely do Santa Barbara again.
1: Oh, I will. I will.
0: I mean, it's on the 101 anyway. You might as well stop there at least for lunch. It's beautiful.
1: Probably stay in San Diego for a day, LA for a day, Santa Barbara for a day. Uh, I've never been to what is it, San Jose? I've never been there.
0: San Jose. I hear mixed things on San Jose. It sounds like it's just like uh, a big cubicle. You can go <laughs> to the Google headquarters and get one of those helicopter hats.
1: Isn't that the home of the Sharks? Yeah. Some sports team, the Sharks. Mm-hmm. What sport? Do you well, know? Uh,
0: hockey. Los Angeles is a cool city. You gotta go to Venice and Santa Monica. And then it's cool to just see L.A. and kind of kick around, but L.A. is a massive city. You could spend a week just in Los Angeles, the same way you could in New York you know
1: yeah i don't want to do that though you're not trying to do museums no. no i think the only thing i really want to do out there is the nice thing about california is i mean you got the desert you got the coast you got tropical areas yeah. i just kind of want to take in the environment you know what i mean you could
0: go to palm springs but that's going to be a two day thing because that's out in the desert yeah it's supposed to be nice though
1: really maybe we'll take a little trip out there
0: might be a little too far out of the way but people go i'll
1: ask around
0: there's big bear mountain
1: oh yeah what do they do
0: snowboarding i don't know if they'll still be snowboarding in uh, San Francisco is cool, though. Uh, Napa wine country is like two, an hour and a half, two hours, I think, from there.
1: I've been everywhere we've talked about except for Palm Springs, Bear Mountain, San Jose. Everywhere else uh, I've been. What
0: are you going to wear for an outfit when you're in California? What's California style right now?
1: Oh, I do, I'll just wear a suit every day. Yeah, that's cool. Turning 40, i got to start dressed to the nines, as you told me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: So how do you think your life is going to be different in your 40s?
1: I'll get respect from teenagers.
0: Yep. <laughs> That's for sure. They'll be asking you for your sage advice.
1: Yeah. Anytime I drive a sports car, someone will call me an asshole.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Or assume that you're in your midlife crisis when maybe you were driving a sports car your entire life.
1: Yeah, but suddenly you're a douche. That's true. I don't know. I guess people would expect me to tip big. Guy's got to have some money in his pocket. Old balls over here.
0: Old balls? Do you think you're old?
1: I think so, yeah. I think that's it. That's end of life.
0: End of life? (sighs) No, I feel like 40's the new thirty. That's what my doctor said to me the other day. She goes 40's the new thirty.
1: How old's your doctor? Twenty six. Yeah, she doesn't know. No nah, she doesn't know.
0: No, I think she was she was at least in her mid thirties. I mean, there's no young doctor. Really? Said, 40's the new thirty. Chill out. <laughs> I went in because my acid reflux was out of control and my cholesterol was high. 40 is the new 30, though. Don't worry about it. No, I don't have acid reflux or high cholesterol. Although I am a bit on the heavy set side. I am the picture of health from a uh, blood pathogen standpoint.
1: You got any friends that look 80s, 40? Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, like you're 40, but you look like when we were kids and you'd see a 40-year-old and it looked like a 65-year-old now. Yeah, yeah. Like you look like Eugene Levy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 40 year old virgin. I gotta be honest with you. Some people, their facial features just age, right? They just age, right? Yeah. Or they've been so beaten down that they're just so weathered. I happen to be blessed with good skin, so I have a little bit around my eyes and shit like that, but I don't, uh, facial features wise, I feel like you and I both don't look like we're 40. And I feel like this is an area where I'm kind of an expert. I think a lot of it is your lifestyle and how you present yourself. Like, if you're the guy who's 40 and when you go out at night, you're wearing khakis and a shirt and the pants are too fucking big and they're tucked in and, like, you're wearing <laughs> bad shoes, and if you don't wear that, you're wearing a bummy Patriot sweatshirt and you're like it's it's hard to have washboard abs even when you're in your 20s but like if you've just completely let yourself go and you just look like you don't give a fuck you're gonna look older than you are there's people in their 30s that look 50 are
1: you talking about people that have transitioned from a stride to a waddle
0: yeah yeah It's yeah. a good way to put
1: it those guys that are like Maybe they should have put, like, those insoles in their shoes. Yeah.
0: Well, I think once you hit 40, or even your mid-30s, you can't get by just on the fact that you're young, so you're still going to look young. So you still probably have a chance when you're out talking to chicks anyway. I think now is the time to start putting in a little bit of effort into your appearance. You know, your outside is probably a reflection of how you're feeling on the inside, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, if you don't put that food in your body, you know, you're not putting the, you know... Maybe it's time to start eating like an adult. Drinking a little bit less. You know, shit like that. Huh. You know what's really funny? You know they do like instant nose jobs now? Really? Yeah, so you know about Botox, right? Yeah. It's just basically like a, like a silicon or a gel thing that they'll, like, you know, if you have like little wrinkles, they'll put it in. Girls like put it in their lips.
1: Collagen, right? Yeah,
0: I'm not sure exactly the chemical makeup, but I think you're right about that. They do nose jobs with it now. They topically numb your nose and they shoot like gel into it. And like if your nose is like a little curved, they'll fill your nose so it just... Just boom. It's crazy.
1: I don't know. I use my nose for sniffing.
0: Well, I mean, if they fix it up, it would be even better.
1: Top-notch sniffer you got over there, bro. Oh, boy. I kind of wish that they put this uh, blood light in a uh, in a smaller can.
0: Is it a 16?
1: <laughs> I think it should have been an 8-ounce.
0: That looks like a party. That, I thought that was a bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos.
1: Dude, Fuego? Fuego is. It looks like a party. Uh, we don't have shit to talk about this week, huh? Your sister's dilemma really slams the brakes on my midlife crisising because I'm like, woe is me, but not even close, bro.
0: I mean, I don't know. We could talk about my sister. I mean, I don't want to get into the gory details of it, but we could talk about life and death, Genesis and Exodus, Alpha and Omega. So, for the listener... She puts it on Facebook so she's open about it. My older sister has been battling cancer for a few years now and it's kind of an aggressive cancer. It's a fucking bummer. My older sister is a wonderful person. She's a fantastic mother. She's a great sister. You know I love her. Really tough. Uh, Not my favorite thing to talk about but she basically has had this cancer. It just keeps kind of spreading. She's working with Dana Farber. They're awesome. They're doing their absolute best to kind of stabilize it but cancer moved. She had to get some kind of emergency surgery this week and it kind of came out of nowhere so we recorded on on Tuesday, everything's fine, I'm about to go on vacation, I'm turning 40 a week from yesterday, and uh, then next thing you know, you find out from your mom that your older sister's got uh, another cancer flare-up, and she's probably gonna have to get surgery, then you find out it flared up to the point where it was agonizing, and she basically had to go in and get emergency surgery today, and she made it out, and that's great, but you know, this is like her, not her first surgery, she's had a few surgeries now, and uh, it's fucking crazy, I'll, I'll tell you not to sound corny or cliche, but it makes you appreciate little things you know like just not being unhealthy you know shit like that it makes you appreciate it makes you like wonder sometimes like about times in your life and everybody does this but when you're holding a grudge or being petty Like I'll give an example of being petty last week. Ed and I had a debate about a fucking song on the podcast, and I was a little pissed off about it all week. And I was like sending him fucking shit. I was like it was kind of funny, but I was also like a little bit. I didn't like the way the conversation was, I was a little bit fucking pissed off because I think I've been I've been a little stressed out lately anyway. And um the the shit that led up to that conversation also pissed me off before, (laughs) which had nothing to do with Ed. So it was just like a compounding thing of me being pissed off. And then you you see what your sister's going through, and it's like what the fuck am I even mad about? And like you know you're just being petty. It's like you're just looking for something to be mad about because maybe you're stressed out and that's where you fucking project it. So I don't know, it's like when you see somebody like this who's a great person going through something that, you know, could happen to anyone and nobody deserves it. You drew the fucking short straw and you have a fucking awful illness that's just with you all the time and it's very painful. I don't know, it just it gives you some perspective and it's um it's fucking depressing for sure. I'm not going to lie. Uh it's definitely a bummer. I, you know, I would uh I'd do whatever for her to not have this. But there's nothing that me or anyone else except for the medical professionals can really do and I don't know if stopping it is possible or if it's just, you know, minimizing it. It's it's really tough. It's uh yeah, I don't know. I know it's it's crazy because it's like she had been doing so well. She had a bunch of good scans. Things seemed like they were going in the right direction, and then all of a sudden they're not. And here you are, you know, like my... A uh, couple of months ago, like we talked about on here, my kid's cat died out of nowhere, which... In the big scheme of things, it's a pet, it's a kitten. It's just like, the thing about life is it's just like, you gotta enjoy the good times because it, I always feel like something shitty is almost always around the fucking corner. I, I've, I've had this thing and I've been like, man, I've been really fortunate. Like, a bunch of kids that I knew when I was growing up died from fucking car accidents. Then people started dying from fucking drug overdoses. Then things got kind of a little bit better. And then, like, I was always like, "Man, like, I'm around the corner. Something's gonna happen sooner or later." And like, here we are, you know. So well, it's just, it's just life, shit. You know, it's unfair for sure. I mean, I don't know. Have you had anyone in your family go through a similar type of thing? Are
1: you asking the audience or me?
0: You. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why don't you answer him, audience? Uh. Audience, give him an answer. Um, have people in my family gone through, uh, cancer?
0: I'm sure people in your family have had cancer and strokes and heart attacks, but have people in your family gone through stuff, like, abnormally young? You know,
1: the hardest thing my family really dealt with is, you know, my mom got Parkinson's in her 50s, basically.
0: Yeah, oh, I didn't realize she was that young. Yeah. That's kind of a debilitating, um, illness. That's, that's tough. I mean, your mom's such a sweet lady and like, I've, I, you know, it's noticeable.
1: She lives with it. You know, she, she gets more done in a day than I do probably, but yeah. at the same time, like nothing is pleasant for her, I don't think, you know, like always in pain, always uncomfortable.
0: She told me it would take her sometimes like a half an hour if she was upstairs to like get downstairs.
1: Yeah. Always frustrated. Ugh,
0: you know. Yeah, that's tough.
1: Because your body stops and you can't move it.
0: Yeah, it's got to be so frustrating. But your
1: mind is like, this used to work. Fucking move.
0: Well, mentally you feel fine, but physically you just can't move like you used to, basically. Like, you're physically you're just impeded, kind of. Yeah. But mentally you're still kind of clear. She
1: asked me to make a, a documentary for her. Uh, just a short one that she wanted to submit to a neurological competition so i did that that was interesting Mm. i spent two afternoons with her where she was just you know talking about her condition and what it's like and all this stuff it really interesting though because it really affects like your train of thought and your speech patterns so like a lot of half finished thoughts Mm. that i would have to circle back and like get the answer to and then stitch it together in the edit
0: yeah that's gonna be tough
1: but it's it's really interesting to see your mom do something like that and like want to do it she called me up and was like hey you want to come home and make a documentary with me and i was like sure let's do it so it's cool
0: yeah it's awesome
1: as far as like people dying young in my family uh no we've we've gotten lucky for the most part i mean there's been some small things here and there yeah but nothing nothing like what your sister's going through now
0: yeah my wife has a cousin who died young kind of mysteriously like she died in a car crash but people think that there was something fishy about it Hmm. like she might have got ran off the road or something like that and i know that they really like that cousin from time to time it'll come up and it kind of it's like oh it's it's interesting it's like people talk about it but then they almost like don't want to talk about it because it's super fucking traumatic you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when I was like 12, 13, one of my dad's best friend's sons, who I also was friends with because we lived in the same town, died in a car accident. And that was like my first taste of like shit like that. And then like a little while after that, one of my friends got paralyzed because he flipped over his arm. He hit a curb. He was on a, a BMX bike and he had a helmet on, but he hit his neck and he became paralyzed. Oh man. He became a paraplegic, I believe. Quite a few people from my hometown died in like car accidents and shit like that. And I think that's just because of where I grew up, people would just whip around those roads because it was kind of deserted.
1: I know plenty of people who have passed away. But they were all pretty much sudden. Yeah. Like, cancer is more like...
0: It drags. It fucking drags. It
1: could go on and on. You could get better. Maybe you won't. Maybe you will. It
0: goes away. You start getting hopeful. It starts becoming manageable. And then it pops up again. And it's like...
1: I mean, that is a painful roller coaster.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah.
1: I've known a handful of people that have died from cancer, but I wasn't there. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah, I don't like to internalize, like, other people's pain. Right. wasn't close family. It wasn't someone I was spending a lot of time with. You know, they're all kind of detached. There's nothing that annoys me more than when people go, oh, all the people around me are dying. Woe is me. And it's like, that's not you. Like, that's... Right. They're the ones that died. (laughs) Like... I don't know what you're doing. You're just like showboating your grief.
0: You know, if you're a sophomore in high school and somebody dies in your class, even if you weren't good friends with them, you've probably known that person since kindergarten or whatever. Yeah. It's a fucked up feeling. Even if the person wasn't your favorite fucking person. Yeah. I remember this one girl who died. This is, this was kind of a bad one. She died when I, I think I was a junior. Her boyfriend was graduating. He was in the vocational program. Instead of going to college, the, the vocational kids would buy a truck and you bought like a Big Dodge Ram extended cab Her and a couple of her friends Took the truck and cut class And went for a drive And one of them walked away One of them had like minor injuries The other one had terrible fucking injuries Her whole arm got shredded She had to have it surgically reconstructed But then the girl who was driving Somehow or another got out of the car And the car flipped on her and crushed her to death Oh my god Slowly, slowly And this was a girl I was like I was cool with her Like we we were cool I was friendly like I grew up with her Yeah. And it's just like, one minute you're alive, the next you're gone. It's fucking crazy, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, that's like a fucking bummer. You know somebody, and it's just like, wow, it's weird. This person's not going to be around anymore. But the girl who, her arm got fucked up. We were in art classes together, and I didn't hang out with her outside of school, but we were really friendly, like, in class. And I just felt so bad for her. I was like, yo, how do you feel? And she's like, it hurts. She's like, it still fucking hurts. Mm -hmm. She's like, it just, she's like, it hurts. She had her whole arm, she told me she had something like, 200 pins in her arm jesus and then how bad do you feel it's like yo, i was in a car crash with my friend my friend fucking died i mean i can't only imagine like what that makes you feel you get, like survivor's guilt plus you're missing a limb yeah she almost lost her arm i think but they were able to like reconstruct it but i guess from what i understand her arm was like fuck she had to get plastic surgeries on it and, uh... damn yeah she's lucky you know she's very lucky and the other girls were lucky too I, know, I think another one of them got kind of banged up But nothing that bad And then one of them literally had like Minor scratches or whatever But It's just, it's just fucking crazy man Did you think when you got that Clamato That you were going to be talking life and death On the 50 ton podcast
1: I was going to ask right. you what you are going to do For your birthday in Mexico <laughs>
0: Mm. (laughs) Do you want to know what I'm going to do for my birthday? I'm going to live moss. I'm going to live moss. I'm going to celebrate life. That's what I'm going to do. I'm um, probably going to have dinner at Pablo Escobar's mansion. I guess he had a mansion in Tulum at some point. Really?
1: Is that open to the public?
0: Yeah. It's an, uh, some art collector bought it. It's called Casa Malca now. Decked it out with all sorts of sick art. I think we're gonna go over there for dinner and maybe to, like, maybe hang out. Uh, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna fucking do a lot of nothing. We're gonna definitely go to the Mayan ruins. Definitely go to a cenote. And definitely hit the beach. My plan is to eat tacos every fucking day and drink as many margaritas as I fucking want. Hang out and swim with my kid and goof off and uh, watch my wife frolic in a bikini. Wow,
1: that's a, that's not a bad life.
0: That's what I plan to do. I plan to enjoy my life. I plan to have a vacation from my problems. As they said, what about Bob? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that what they say? <laughs> Who says that, Richard Dreyfus? Bill
0: Murray, haven't you seen that?
1: Yeah, I've seen it.
0: Take a long look around you. What does everything you see here have in common?
1: Vacation. Uh, vacation. Now. I can't, Bob, at this time, give you the kind of therapeutic attention you need to solve all your problems, and you know why? You're on vacation. Exactly. But what I can do is this. Don't give me pills. I already have pills. Ah, 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 ah. This is not pills. Read it. It says, "Take a vacation from my problems."
0: I plan to relax. I plan to disengage. I had one of the best beers I've had in my entire life uh, over the weekend.
1: Was it a Bloodweiser light?
0: It was a Bloodweiser light, actually, yeah. It was a Sour IPA, and I don't even know who made it. I'm going to go back there tomorrow and buy all of them. I think you would like Sour IPAs. It's like a candy IPA.
1: (laughs) All right, there's to something.
0: Are you going to smoke Loud Weed when you get to California?
1: Loud Weed? Uh, I was thinking, you know... I don't think you can drink on flights right now, right?
0: No, you cannot, which is a bummer. You can drink before your flight. Might want
1: to take a little snoozy. So you really were mad about that Cardi B chat, huh? That went on for an hour.
0: I was a little annoyed. I'm not going to lie. You kind of <laughs> got under my skin a little bit, but you know what? You know what, dude, I gotta, I gotta be honest. I don't think you really did.
1: Did you listen to it back?
0: Yeah. The edit was fine. It was the conversation. Cause I had a couple of points. It
1: was an hour debate, but in the show it's five minutes. <laughs>
0: right because there was a couple of points where i felt like you were kind of
1: patronizing me a bit
0: and i'm sure you might have felt like i was doing that to you and that's fine
1: it was a heated debate about hot topics
0: well i was trying to move on and you kind of like wouldn't let me and i was just like hey dude that's cool we don't have to uh we don't have to agree and you were like
1: so that was an hour of the show or an hour of the recording right So when I edit that, I spent six hours with that hour.
0: Right. And I think I was also aggravated because I wanted it to go off in another direction. And I fucking, I bricked, I bricked that. I'll take responsibility for that. You could have just clipped the whole thing. I wouldn't have cared. What
1: I found interesting when I, when I listened to it back is. I know exactly what happened because I listened to it 5,000 times. You asked me to watch the video to have me have a discussion you thought we were gonna have in your head.
0: Yes, 100%, but I've said that though.
1: The more I drifted from the direction you were hoping it went in, the more frustrated you got. And then at the end, you finally just go, all this, cause I just wanted to talk about X.
0: <laughs> yeah, even in the beginning of the conversation when I tried to do that at one point, you kept steering away. There's been a couple of times on this podcast. One night I was feeling good and I was like, "Yo, look at serving Mike Twenty. I want to talk about him on the podcast."
1: You also didn't want to talk about him. You had nothing to say about him.
0: There's nothing to say.
1: But you said, "Look this guy up. I want to talk about him on the show." And then I said, "What do you want to talk about this guy for?" And you're like, "I don't have anything."
0: You know, I'm an ideas <laughs> guy. I have a lot of ideas, and then the next time I not really care. Well, it's not
1: like we can show the audience a topic. Either have something to say about it or don't. It's a sure, talk show.
0: Sure. I think the funny thing was is that the conversation. Conversation we had on Tuesday was part two of the great Cardi debate and it went off much better and it was a much better conversation because I think we both kind of looped back around to each other a little bit.
1: Well, yeah, because we had time to think about what we were saying and then like we both kind of looked into more stuff about it. I don't think you could take a quick stab at pop culture in America and expect it to be like an open and shut case. Like, sure. It's so complicated and it's changed so much and there's so many moving parts. It's chaos. Well,
0: this has really turned into a Cardi B fan podcast. <laughs> she might be the most interesting person in contemporary culture. She's nominally talented, but she works hard at it. She's a woman, but she tells people to go fuck themselves all the time. Yeah. She did not get popular off traditional, like a traditional chain of like getting popular popular she made herself popular on social media and then she got on the love him hip-hop show and then she doubled down on it and then she started rapping it, you know but she was like a stripper that was just like i'm pivoting and i'm gonna become a rapper and there's been a million other people who have tried to do that
1: aren't there a lot of artists that came out of like social media like reality tv
0: no i think they try but they fail they all try paris hilton tried to have a uh, a record at one point and it flopped they all attempt music at some point and she's the one somehow that actually pulled it off Hmm. Like I said, musically, she's nominally talented.
1: It's Did she have sex with Flava Flav? Her? Yeah.
0: No, she was never on that show. She was on Love and Hip Hop. That's like disrespectful to her.
1: I don't know what that show is. So who was on that show?
0: Cardi B. But Jim Jones was on that show originally. A few other like notable rappers were on that show. So
1: So who were they trying to have sex with on that one?
0: Just other random people. Just
1: random people?
0: No, other hip hop people. It's usually, like, some dude who's a manager or a DJ or kind of a washed-up rapper. And then it's, like, the girls. So she was, like, the girl that was, like, going after, like, one of the female cast... But then she ended up being the fan favorite and blew up and like has a career off of it now.
1: You don't think she stole somebody's musical talent through sex?
0: I think that's a sexist thing to even uh, throw out there, to be honest with you. I don't
1: even know if she had sex with men or women. Could have been a woman.
0: So by having sex with that person, they stole their talent?
1: If I had sex with Cardi B, I could release a rap album tomorrow and it would be amazing. Because...
0: Through that act, you would transfer her rapping skills into your body?
1: Every skilled person you have sex with, you gain some of their skill. Everyone knows this. I don't know. You're acting like it's new information. Is this
0: made up information? Have
1: you never had sex with a talented person? Is that where you're... Several. (laughs) Have people been stealing your skills? (laughs) Probably. Uh uh-huh yeah cannibals used to believe you had to eat the person but really you just have to have sex with them you get a little bit of their magic
0: i mean there's no science behind this
1: it's called religion and i'm very spiritual you're
0: already a little banged up huh
1: (laughs) (laughs) summertime at the inner harbor in baltimore again Ugh, you know what that means That's right
0: folks, Rita's Italian Ice is back! So bring the whole family down for frozen treats and fun in the sun! With a huge menu consisting of all your favorites such as Italian Ice, Custard, Gelati's, Blendini's, Concretes, Misto Shakes, Frozen Drinks, Milkshakes, and more! Now featuring takeaway treats menu full of fun items like frozen custard cakes, custard cookie sandwiches, with custard pints available at participating locations, it's always a good time to stop in at Rita's! Except for Wednesdays! We're closed on Wednesdays for some reason. I'm, so I don't know why. I don't really know why we're closed on
1: Wednesdays. Okay, well, um, just come in on Thursday then, I guess.
0: Baltimore Inner Harbor Ritas. Closed on Wednesdays for some reason. I return. You're
1: back. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking roller coaster.
0: The show about nothing. It's great. The show went from being very heavy to, to very light in a matter of minutes. It's over. <sighs>
1: I'd like to thank the Bloodweiser Picante.
0: The therapy portion of the show has concluded.
1: I think we covered it, man. I think people need to put on their smiles again. Yeah. The world is pretty miserable. I think it's okay for it to be miserable. I think we can at least try to make people happy when we can, right? I mean, that's all you got.
0: Mm. Gloom and doom.
1: Dude, it's not easy for anybody. You know what I mean? No. The crazy thing is, like, if you're in a really good place, you'll still be miserable about something. Mm-hmm. You'll track with it and then if anything really bad ever happens to you you'll be like i used to have it so great and then you'll be miserable that you wasted it so fucking enjoy it drink the bloodweiser picante tastes just like the original i don't know what i got ripped off
0: maybe get your nose in it a little bit more i
1: should have went straight to fuego
0: what inspired this purchase tonight
1: oh uh so kelly had to go down there she wanted to get a co-worker that's leaving uh, a very expensive bottle of whiskey she said i'll buy you whatever you want and i was uh, looking around and i was like i can't believe they have three flavors of uh, clamato budweiser's so then i bought all three I've never oh, had wow. one of them. Is that about six bucks? Have you ever had one of these?
0: No, I have not. I would drink that.
1: You would drink a Clamato? Yeah,
0: I would drink a Clamato. I like chiladas anyway, though. Hmm. I plan to drink several of them next week.
1: It'd be yeah. amazing if you found out that the ones they're bringing you that you think are fresh are just these fucking Bloodweisers. <laughs> uh,
0: I know where we can get the best chilada on earth. Where's that? Next time you're here, Angela's in East Boston. Ah. That's the first place I've ever had one, and it's still the best. How do you feel about turning 40? Are you having a midlife crisis?
1: No, no. I feel fine. I don't know, dude. I feel like I had midlife crises all through my 20s. The ship has seemed stable since then. This would be different for you because when you don't have kids, I mean, what are you doing? You just kind of watch the clock. (laughs) It's like, how do I want to spend the next decade?
0: You got no purpose. How do I
1: want to spend the next decade? Let me make something up. Let me do something weird.
0: Hmm. That's a good point.
1: Yeah, I think it's a different thing. I think if I had a kid, I'd be like, oh, i got to take care of this kid. But since I don't have a kid, I'm like, what do I do for the next decade? I don't fucking know. Think
0: fucking... podcasts.
1: I'll do some podcasting. Fuck it. Yeah, sure. Do
0: some drinking.
1: Do some drinking, do some podcasting.
0: When's the last time you went on a tropical vacation?
1: Key West, two years ago. Yeah, it counts. That broke the bank, man. That's the most expensive vacation I ever went on.
0: What was a beer down there? 18 bucks?
1: I don't know. Didn't look.
0: It is painful. I've only been to South Beach once. I spent about $1,000 in a day and a half. Yeah. It's insane. It's in- insane. And that's like lightweight. Did you guys go to the nude bar?
1: No, nobody went to the nude bar. I
0: feel like that would be a weird thing to do with your brother. I also feel like a nude bar. I feel like you gotta have something on, like a speedo. Yeah, it's just too much bodily fluid potentially on a bar <laughs> too that you're to sit down. Somebody farts. It's just
1: when I turn fifty, I'll hang out in a nude bar. Yeah,
0: we'll go when we're fifty. I think I'm all set on turning forty, man. I think I'm just gonna turn thirty-nine again. I, I'm this
1: beach is full I'm... of fifty and sixty-year-old babes. What's up? I, you know,
0: dude. I feel like I'm. <laughs> You know, I feel like I'm good about rolling with the punches. I'm adaptable. I I try not to act like a bitch or just a fucking whiny baby. I'm not psyched to turn forty. I'm not uh not into it. Yeah. All set. I'm definitely struggling with it a little bit, and it's not an uncommon thing. You know, I mean, I don't have any grand illusions. I don't think that I'm gonna try out for the Celtics next week or anything like. that. Oh, well, if I was still in my 30s, I could make it into the NFL. I think I'm just all set. I'd like to slow the clock down a bit.
1: It's interesting, because when you're young, you're like, I'll never even live to that age. That's so far away. That's impossible. Ugh. And then when you round that corner, you're like, oh, man, I think I'm just going to have, like, worn-out knees. <laughs> 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 I'm going to be a little run down.
0: Do you feel like you appreciated things enough? Because I, I, I feel like I didn't.
1: Um.
0: No, no way.
1: I don't know, man. I, I really enjoyed myself, but... I don't think much has changed, you know? I think some of the things I thought were more important when I was younger turned out not to be. So, uh,
0: That's an interesting thought. Because sometimes I feel like that, but at the time, maybe it was important because that's just where you were in life.
1: But, like, what thing when you were younger do you actually want to do right now?
0: I don't know. I, I have no idea. I feel like I've done it. I feel like I've done everything. I never, uh...
1: Yeah. I would say when I was younger, I was lazier. I could have been a little more disciplined. I've
0: kind of achieved the lifestyle that I like. Then you realize later on it comes at a cost. You know, like being like a self-employed guy when you're paying for your insurance out of pocket. You don't have a pension. You don't have a great 401k or anything like that. You get a little bit older and you're like, oh yeah, well now I understand why some people just work a job. Because they like that stability. I don't have that stability in my life.
1: I don't know though. I feel very, uh, look on back on like teens and 20s uh, and 30s. I feel pretty accomplished. Good. I feel like I did a lot more interesting shit than a lot of people ever get a chance to do. That's something I like. You know, I get that other people like having kids and families and such, and they can go for that and have that. But, like, I like doing different things, and I feel like I did a lot of different things.
0: Yeah, did you ever go to Europe? No, no. I've never been to Europe either. I'm supposed to go to England next year. I gotta be honest, I've seen a lot of the United States. I've liked that. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Canada. I'd like to do more of Canada. I feel like there's more stuff that I want to see up there. I don't really care about, like, seeing a bunch of shit. I don't care if I ever go to Germany. I have no desire to go to the Middle East. Um, Asia seems like parts of it would be cool, but I could just go to Mexico for what I would want to do in Asia. It's just such a long time. Hawaii would be cool
1: i'm kind of good i would go to these places but i i'm kind of in the same boat none of it excites me
0: no i mean i can get to mexico in four hours 90 minutes after that you could be in tulum what's the difference between that and like Th- i know the beaches in thailand are supposed to be beautiful or hawaii Yo, know, dude it's got palm trees palm, like <laughs> i'm good i'm happy like i don't i don't need to go all the way over there i don't need to go to australia and meet people who are exactly like me but have a weird accent I, like, I live in Malden and I work in Somerville. I hang out in Brooklyn and Baltimore. I can go get fried chicken wherever I want in natural wine. It's not a big deal.
1: You know, I've traveled most of this country. I think there's only two or three states I've never been to. And two of them are Hawaii and Alaska. But, like, almost everywhere in the U.S. I've been. That doesn't excite me too much. Um traveling more nothing
0: ex- nothing excites you though you're not even excited about you're not excited about going to california
1: i really like making shit though i know you do like i like making art i like doing this podcast i like creating things mm. and i i know last week i complained about all the work that i do when i do it but
0: i didn't really feel like you were complaining though
1: it's weird cuz i can never get excited about the work part of it but like it's compulsive like i can't stop making things
0: i like getting better at things I like having a goal and being able to be like I did it I scratched. I get a lot of satisfaction because a lot of people just talk and then let's face it for every 10 ideas you have you might do one or two of them yeah but when you actually get something done that's meaningful that like improves your life or the life of other people or you made something that was worthwhile that's that's like more satisfying I like seeing my child yeah. grow into, like, a functioning person. That's nice. Yeah. You know, like, I, I like my relationship with my wife. I feel like that's better than it. Um, I feel like COVID actually made us have a better relationship than we've had in a few years. That's been nice.
1: Kind of forces you to, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a sink or swim thing because a lot of people broke up during the pandemic.
1: Yeah, the weak ones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. Weaklings. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with it.
1: I just lost us another five listeners. <laughs>
0: When people are like, I have the travel bug. I just want to travel everywhere. It's like, why are you running from your fucking problems? That's kind of how I feel about it. That's
1: not the only bug they got overseas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like I give a fuck what they're doing in Copenhagen. I don't, what the fuck do I care about that shit? I either want to go to Maine and fucking chill out or I want to go to like Mexico or Florida and chill out. I would like to get back to the West Coast a little bit. That would be cool.
1: I like people that travel like I like those people. The people I know that have like up and left for six months or a year and they've seen shit. I get along with those people really well. That's cool. I like those people. I like what they're about. Especially people that travel by themselves. Dude, if you're going to travel the globe by yourself, just letting anything happen, like, that's great. Like, I like those people a lot because I find them fascinating.
0: Yeah, I mean, that shit's cool. I I definitely want to start hitting some of the road trips, like, uh, with the kid. I want to get down to D.C. and Virginia. I'd like to do that in, like, the same trip. I feel like that's kind of mandatory driving. But
1: that's a different ambition. That's you wanting to share the world with your kid. It's a different intention. Right. And it's a good one.
0: I want to go to England. I want to go to the Azores. And I want to go to Ireland. Those are the places that my family are from. Yeah. I'm not dying to go to Ireland, but I'd like to see, I mean, my mom's last name is Connors. I'd like to see Ireland. See where maybe my...
1: I'd like to like live somewhere for a little while.
0: You've already done that. (laughs) You've done it twice. You have to come back to New England at some point. No, I
1: don't. You have to. Everyone comes back. If you visit a place, you don't get much out of it other than the views. But if you live there for a while...
0: I get a lot out of New York City because I go there so frequently. There's a few neighborhoods that I've spent a lot of time in. I've kind of learned those neighborhoods. It's nice. People talk about, oh, I went to New York and it was, I don't like it. It's too much. Yeah, it's not an easily digestible place. But if you get to the point where it's like, well, I spend time in lower Manhattan and I spend time... Around parts of Brooklyn, like Williamsburg or Bushwick. So it's like I've got those neighborhoods dialed in. I know some places that I like to go in those neighborhoods, so I could actually go to New York and kind of relax and not bite off more than I can chew and try to have breakfast with a friend in Queens, go up to Harlem for lunch, and then be back in Brooklyn for dinner. That it's fucking exhausting. No one would actually really do that in real life if they lived in yeah. New York. People have tell me all the time, well, oh, I could never live in New York. I said, I could live in New York, no problem. I'd live in Brooklyn, I'd work in Manhattan. I'd go home, I'd have my two or three restaurants that I go to, just the same way I do here, and I'd be chilling. So I
1: have my appointment tomorrow for COVID shot number deuce. Numero
0: deuce. Hot shots part due.
1: So did you feel sick after your second COVID shot?
0: I was run down all last week, for sure. The whole week? For sure.
1: Hmm. You think it's gotta fuck up my weekend?
0: No, I don't think you would let it fuck up your weekend.
1: When are you uh, off on vacation?
0: Tuesday. Well, Monday night. I gotta, well, I gotta work tomorrow. I gotta work Saturday. I'm off Sunday. Then I got a day on Monday. I got like a handful of appointments. How long
1: are you gone for?
0: Tuesday to Sunday night. Very late. I get back like 1 a.m. Monday.
1: And your birthday's on Sunday?
0: No, my birthday's on like Wednesday.
1: All right. It's Thursday.
0: A week from today. It's my last week in my 30s. Wow. Wow. Your final
1: week. How nice. Your final week on earth as a young man. You better do some young man shit on your way out the door. Because once you turn 40, no one's going to tolerate it. So if you want to say anything now, before you're too old to know better, (laughs) it's your moment to shine.
0: (laughs) what What can I say? I gotta get back to being myself on this podcast. I had a lot of fun the last month yelling and having tribal-like outbursts. You
1: don't even know who you are anymore. You're lost in oblivion. Who am I? Who am I?
0: What have I become? (laughs) Where am I going? Is this it? Is there more?
1: The podcast has led you into a new reality.
0: This is like therapy.
1: Is it? You should play these tapes back to a therapist and ask if it's helping. (laughs)
0: yeah you fucking patronizing me about cardi b and megan <laughs> the stallion for an hour
1: i'd be like steve how long were you upset about this episode and you're like all the way to the next one
0: <laughs> yeah, if i was that upset about it i would have punched somebody let's face
1: it i knew you were bothered by it when you were instagramming me messages a week later about it i'm like let it go grandma
0: oh uh, oh you want to hear a funny story about my grandma this is good pod fodder
1: i like pod fodder potter harry potter so
0: i don't think anybody's used that term before so we're gonna we're gonna coin that one but some good potter so i guess on easter my grandmother was at my parents house i was down there too and my my younger sister who's healthy told me um did you know on easter mom was upset with grandma i said no i had no idea she said well you know my grandmother is 92 for the listener and she's had every health thing on earth including beating covid last year She's in an assisted living home, and I guess the week before, my mom was hanging out with my grandmother, and she was out of it, and she was talking about stuff, and she wasn't making sense, and she was like, I'm sick, I'm sick, I don't feel good. I feel terrible. And then she started talking about, I ran into John, her her friend John. I don't know if that's really the name, but whatever, we will just call him John. And my mom's like, where was she? She wouldn't have even seen this guy. She's hallucinating. Like, this is probably it. So my mom's really upset. She's like, oh, she's 92 years old. You know, it's obvious at 92 years old, you're not going to live forever. But, you know, my, my mom's taking a lot of care of my grandmother. It's a tough thing to do. So at some point, my mom goes to the assisted living and, like, gets my grandmother. And the people at the assisted living are like... Oh, you signed her out last week and took her to a doctor's appointment? And she's like, no, I didn't take her anywhere. She's like, maybe it was my sister. And she's like, that's weird because my mom usually does that shit. She calls her sister. They call the other siblings. She hadn't. Maybe I'm not getting all the details right, but get the idea. It turns out talking about seeing John was a slip because my grandmother's friend came and picked her up. My grandmother signed herself out, (laughs) told the assisted living people that they were going to a doctor's appointment. And my grandmother went out drinking the whole afternoon. She saw her friend John because he still works at the bar. And the reason she didn't feel good was because she had a hangover. How could you be mad? How could wow. you? You know, I mean, I can understand for my mom being a little tired of it, but. I mean.
1: This is the first time I ever thought that maybe you will live to 92. Who,
0: me? <laughs> or you? Yeah, you. Oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck. This woman's had a quadruple bypass. She's had cancer. Jesus. She had a stent put in her heart at like 90, 91.
1: Dude, I hope your sister that's in the hospital now is having cocktails at night. Yeah, too. she
0: probably will. My grandmother's like the fucking Terminator. It's, She's indestructible. It's wild. Co- she had COVID. And then when she had COVID, people from the assisted living called my mom and they said, we're going to have to kick her out. She won't stay in her room. My mom called her up and said, you got you to gotta stay in your room. She goes, I haven't left once. ha ha ha. Should get her on here. Oh,
1: man, I would do a two hour with her. She'd
0: be like, "What's a podcast?" That's
1: who you want on there, right? Right. I remember when planes were invented.
0: <laughs> you think about somebody who's ninety two and all the shit. She they lived through the depression. They lived through yeah. Maybe World War One, maybe not. Let's see. if She's ninety two. When was World War One? When was World War she One? Was born
1: in what the in the tens. She was born in the 30s, right? She's
0: 93 this year. So 1928. So she was basically born into the Depression. So they lived through that. They lived through World War II. They lived through all sorts of wild shit. They're still going into, like, it's like, yo, I lived through the Depression and World War II, and now I'm still dealing with, like, fucking people getting doxxed <laughs> like, yeah uh,
1: you're gonna find out your grandmother's queuing on soon
0: i wouldn't be surprised
1: i don't work the computer i just tell them what to put
0: yeah that sounds good make that up well, what do you want to talk about tonight
1: i don't know hold on let me hit record okay 50 ton podcasts episode 32 starts now <laughs>
0: All right, you got anything else or we're going to sign this guy off? I want to eat dinner. We I'm can't hungry. sign it off.
1: It's been an hour and a half. Ugh. What are you going to give the fans? Nothing? Nothingness? I'm
0: going to eat dinner on the podcast then. Huh? I have tacos out there waiting for me.
1: Who made tacos?
0: The place down the street from Aaron's Salon. Hey, hang on. I'll go get them.
1: Uh, I have a taco. Fuck it. Uh, pretend we we're on vacation.
0: We're live on the 50 Ton Podcast.
1: Uh-huh. that the guy's going to mexico in a week and he's eating tacos today
0: i don't care it's
1: fucking savage <laughs> did you get street tacos what do you got there what's on them did you carne asada al pastor al pastor that's pork right mm-hmm. el porcupine actually chorizo chorizo is too salty maybe for you i like chorizo i think they should make chorizo tacos we could do that chorizo is just all salt
0: it's a million dollar idea.
1: Portuguese food has not fused into other types of food enough.
0: It never will.
1: I think New England Chinese food is based on Portuguese food. I think those chicken fingers, chicken and a donut, I think that's a Portuguese thing. What
0: are you basing that off of?
1: Just guessing. I think duck sauce is a Portuguese thing. It's a
0: Portuguese. For the
1: audience that lives anywhere other than southeastern Massachusetts. Just so you know, we grew up in an area that was, what, 50% Portuguese or higher? And
0: there's... Podcast is like 50%
1: Portuguese. This podcast is 100% Portuguese. 110% Portuguese. Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got Chinese food in Vermont and it was very much. Not good. No, it was excellent. Southeastern Mass style. Really? Mm
0: hmm. So, there's a little Bow Street Market down the street from my shop. Place is cool. I got like a mini Fanuel Hall, hipster style. 1st is food, beer, wine, remnant brewing, rebel, rebel wine bar. Excellent second floor is retail now in the opposite direction on the borderline of like union square and east somerville more where we work there's j&j portuguese restaurant and i tell people all the time if j&j opened up in bow street they would have a line down the block like it would be lights out for everybody else but it's just literally azorean portuguese place that there's like barbecue chickens and like subs oh
1: yeah
0: and it's like the best fucking food their port, their barbecue chicken is one of the best things you will ever eat in life It's that good.
1: Yeah, when Kelly lived in Fall River, we used to go to all the Portuguese restaurants out there, either on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday night, would have uh, dinner for two specials. So, like, these places would be called, like, Cardoza's, Cadero's. Ferreras. Yeah, they just, they're like small, small hole-in-the-wall places, but they all pretty much had the same special, which was, like, dinner for two with, like, a bottle of wine. A nice cheap bottle yeah. of wine for like 25 bucks.
0: What else did you, did you want?
1: We used to do that, man. Dude, I fucking love Portuguese food. I love it.
0: It's the best food on fucking earth. I love it. Azorean Portuguese food, too, for the record. Very
1: specific. Not mainland, not Brazilian.
0: Both those are good. But that Azores food. Azum number one.
1: Do you remember when we used to go to that little Brazilian place in uh, in East Boston? Where we lived out there?
0: Yes, of course. Oliveira's.
1: That place is fucking awesome. They did a hell of That's a. a small chain. Steak. They got
0: one that you could walk through from my shop.
1: That's a chain.
0: I'll, the the Brazilian steakhouse, right?
1: Was that a chain back then?
0: Ah, I think that might have been the first one, or one of the first ones. They got them a few of them now.
1: You know, I I worked with this guy for a few years doing construction type work, and uh, he loved hole in the wall like ethnic places, like you drive by like a little Cuban place with like a the lights like flickering, or like a little Ethiopian place where like there is no sign. This dude would always be like, hey, you want to get breakfast? And we'd go in some place and they'd have, you know, I was, I was probably in my late 20s at the time. And we'd go in a place that like, I was like, I don't know what any of this food is. And he's like, you love it, eat it. Doesn't matter. And like, that was one of the best things because that's kind of how I pick places now. I'm like, "Yeah, hey, look at this little place that's busy, you know?
0: Look at this little place that's busy. And then
1: you go in and you're like, I, I've never had this type of food. And then you eat it and you're like, oh, it's amazing.
0: And then you wash it down with a nice clamato yeah if
1: i didn't do that back then you think i'd have the balls to just drink a bloodweiser whenever i've <laughs> i've never had one of these till tonight if life is about anything it's gotta be dude 90 percent of living is just eating new things and having sex like that's like most of it like
0: i'm fine i'm fine
1: with that you work just so you can do the other two things you know what i mean if you're breathing those are like your two objectives
0: I'm i'm fine with that
1: everything else is a hobby
0: Yep, So I'm with that, 110%. I'm
1: with it.
0: Oh, I got sent on an Instagram popular page search with women that are <laughs> all, like, a
1: little bit older. Oh, yeah? It's it's <laughs> eavesdropping. Oh, yeah, there you go.
0: Like you would, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's listening to your thoughts as you speak them out loud.
0: Ugh. Oh, okay it went back to uh went back to normal but Jesus Christ that was scary for a second. Embrace
1: your 40s Steve
0: <laughs> I don't need to do that to embrace my 40s. I'll start doing yoga.
1: yeah that's a thing. So
0: how do you like the Clamata what's the what's the takeaway?
1: It's actually not bad.
0: Is it good? It looks like it's got a strawberry kiwi taste looking at the color profile
1: Mm-mm. no dude it's cl- it's Clamata for sure.
0: That might just be lighting. So there's nothing in the news. The news is not exciting. Johnson & Johnson's like pump fake with like four people getting a blood clot was the biggest news of the week. There's been a bunch of bullshit.
1: Yeah. So let's break down the numbers on that real quick. Six million people got the vaccine and a handful got a blood clot, right?
0: I think it was like six people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If six million people show up to a party, how many of them are going to die in a car accident going home? Uh,
0: Maybe, maybe a handful.
1: Maybe a handful.
0: Right. Or die within the week.
1: How many of the people that got that vaccine just won the lottery? I don't know. Would you say the vaccine causes lottery winners? Like, dude, some of the people that get the vaccine are going to get sick or die. And is it connected? Is it not connected? Who knows? Someone I know posted online that he read that like the CEO of some chain restaurant, I don't remember if it was like Applebee's or the 99 Longhorn or Texas Roadhouse or something. He got COVID and he got really bad tinnitus and he killed himself. And my friend posting was like, I just got my second vaccine shot last week and my tinnitus ...that he's had for years suddenly got exponentially worse.
0: Could that be a mental thing?
1: Yeah, I mean, tinnitus is linked to stress and other things. Like, it it can get worse with stress, not to say it's not a real ailment, because it is. Sure. But it can flare up with stress and other things... And, like, I really feel awful that this guy went out, got the vaccine, and now he has, like, worse tinnitus. Like, tinnitus is when your ears are ringing all the time. Mm. It it never stops. So, like, you're trying to sleep at night, and you just hear ringing. And, like, dude, it drives people nuts.
0: Keep the heads ringing. It
1: it drives people crazy. And, you know, I'm trying to think about the way he's positioning this because he's, like, he's, he's trying to warn people. He's like, look, it made my tinnitus worse. I'm not trying to say don't get it, but I think people should know that in my instance... It's worse. But also the reference that he used was not a guy that got the vaccine. It's a guy that got COVID. Right. He got tinnitus from COVID and killed himself. So in my head, I'm like, if the vaccine is generating antibodies that have a similar effect to the virus and both cause tinnitus, I mean, you're kind of fucked both sides. Like, vaccines are certainly not perfect, but I don't know if the end result is going to be that different. Blood clots are a symptom of COVID as well. So
0: Yeah. Literally everything is a symptom of COVID. There isn't a medical thing that you can have that someone who's had COVID hasn't had as a symptom. So.
1: It's pretty nuts. I mean, I, I'm getting my second dose tomorrow and I'm fine with it. And if I get tinnitus yeah. or I get a blood clot and I die, just know I stand by the fact that you should get a vaccine.
0: <laughs> you were fine after your first shot, right? Yeah. Anything? Headachey? Nothing?
1: I became a pervert. <laughs>
0: I was wiped out last week but who knows maybe yeah. it was allergies once every couple of years like allergies destroy me in the spring for like a week
1: yeah you know i've never really it could be that i was stupid but i'm noticing some allergies this year for the first time in my life because
0: you're turning 40 everything's different now
1: oh wow everything has changed
0: everything's so different A man of a certain age.
1: What are you going to do if I become a bohemian and you still have to carry on with this podcast with me being just a...
0: You're going to become Russell Brand, basically.
1: I'll just be obnoxious every episode. I'll be like, Steve.
0: Do it. Steve. Go for it.
1: Break out of your mind. Stop eating me. I was doing mushrooms this morning and I had this epiphany over my latte. I was like, Steve's locked in a cavern of his own oppression.
0: Who is (laughs) he? Who the fuck? He's more worried about you if you weren't. That may be very New england of me, but fuck it.
1: So if you start doing yoga in your 40s, are you going to mostly be looking at butts?
0: I mean, they're there. Have you done yoga before?
1: No, because that's all I would do there. I'd have to excuse myself early. <laughs> Got to you go. should go.
0: You should try it. See if you like it.
1: I don't think you can do a yoga with a boner.
0: You don't have enough testosterone to have a yoga boner. <laughs> You've said that on the show. It's not even a diss. It's just, it's a fact.
1: I don't have enough estrogen to not get a boner.
0: Imagine if you, uh, you got your testosterone tested and it was like very low. And then you got it tested again immediately after like hot yoga in Miami. <laughs> and your testosterone <laughs> was, was at like 12 million points. You just turned into like walking Viagra
1: what happened i don't know i was trying to get some healthy fitness i'll be
0: honest with you i've taken yoga a few times and i was failing at it so hard i wasn't thinking about butts at all i was thinking about not farting and oh my god i'm (laughs) so bad at this this hurts (laughs) this is not relaxing how long would i have to come here for in order for this to be relaxed
1: i'll start going when people start wearing safe for work outfits (laughs) a hard hat (laughs) don't worry they're steel toes you should take
0: a yoga class it would be good for you yeah i don't know about that i think a lot of people and i'm not saying this about you but people that are not very physically fit they're like i want to you
1: can say it about me I can no, no
0: i'm it. not talking about you but they're like i want to do yoga I, I gotta get i gotta get into yoga and then they get a yoga and they actually get injured because it's pretty physically intensive oh yeah dude might not be the thing to do right off the bench
1: i follow a few yoga people that i know in person and like the shit they do i am not doing I'll tell you that right now. But
0: you don't have to do that shit, though. They, 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 if they're yoga people or yoga instructors, they have to, to do that shit to have some, like, validity to that. But they don't...
1: I could start that cult we've been talking about. That seems like something a 40-year-old to do.
0: Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I'm with it.
1: I called the Branch Edvidians. Get myself a compound. I'm down. Gotta make the people in your cult feel special, though. You know what I'll have? What's that? I'll have a field of inflatable hot tubs. I like it. People get in them nude, and then when they get out, we'll do yoga nude.
0: At your nude bar in Key West.
1: And then we'll pray. We'll pray. Put your heads down and pray.
0: Downward dog.
1: Put your downward dog down and pray. Well, I think we've got it. That's all we got. It's getting weird now because of this fucking Bloodweiser. It's going straight (laughs) to my veins.
0: How many of those did you drink? Did you do two or three?
1: I only have Fuego left. I have number three left.
0: Are you gonna drink it tonight?
1: I'm gonna drink it in the hot tub with Cal. She asked if we could dip in there.
0: Go dip. We're gonna we're gonna double dip. And we'll see you next Tuesday.
1: Ta-da.